Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Here are some things. All right, and welcome, Somethings Podcast listeners, episode 220. It's going to be awesome. Today, we got for you the best and worst Christmas gifts. Uh, we discuss Keanu Reeves Day, and we also go over some Pro Bowl selections for the NFL. Today, I am joined with my host, Luke, and not John, but due to unforeseen circumstances. All right, he was busy. We send our love to him, and we love him a lot. And we also had Santa for a brief second there, the introduction, Luke, but uh, he had to take off or something about, he's got to make deliveries or something like UPS, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, he's, he, he's a delivery man. So, some kind of busy schedule he was talking about. He has about. to work on Christmas. Dude, he's got to work on the weekends, that's got to be terrible. He has to work on the, on the weekends? Well, I mean, he had, like I said, he had to leave the podcast, he couldn't stay for the whole episode, he had to go leave to go do something. I, I thought he was just, well, I mean, I guess it is a weekend. Yes, today is Saturday. Yeah. What, <laughs> what, what did you think it was? I don't know. Oh man, it's it's been a while, you know. I bottom I, line is Santa is a busy guy, very busy. He's yeah. three sixty five busy. But we got a piece of him, and that means that our podcast is special. Yep, we've been blessed by Saint Nick himself. All right, well, yeah, Luke. So you know, it's been a it's been a while. We uh, I apologize to our listeners. We did not get an episode out last week due to a lot of schedule conflicts between the three of us here. Um, you know, things get busy around the holidays. Go figure. But uh, you know, so how you been? It's been two weeks now. So what what's what's new? What's changed in the life of Luke? I almost died. Whoa, what? Like I mean, because it was finals week. Oh, okay. And every college kid out there knows that we all almost died. Right. <laughs> But now it's done. I'm done with school for the rest of this year. And now you have killed your teachers with the work you turned in, right? Yes. Now they have to suffer. Yes. I, I never understood that whole thing. I don't know if uh, if you and your college years have had to do this, but when, when teachers assign homework over any kind of break, whether it be you know uh, some, uh, spring break or winter break, it's just like, why? Let me enjoy my vacation. I already have to spend a lot of time with you anyway. Yeah. It's like, ugh, just over, it's overkill. I don't get why people assign that. Or you, you said recently, too, that you had to do like a 10-plus page assignment. Yeah, it was a 15-page essay. 15 page, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, did 12, and I said, we'll call it there. That, yeah, that's that's still horrible. Uh, the, the assignment, not you. You're, yeah. you're, you're beautiful. Well, thank you, Dylan. Yeah. I appreciate that. I hope you do, because I love you. I love you, too. Okay, it got quiet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I was uh, holding back tears. Aw. See, it's a, it's a Christmas spirit, guys. You know, we got some mistletoe here in the studio, and me and Luke might find ourselves under it later. <laughs> we'll see. Don't get too excited. Oh, I'm going to get excited, Luke. Oh, my. We'll get that ASMR in again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll have to have Cheyenne come back for another another one of those episodes. Oh, man. <laughs> With the reverb. All around you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so uh, I'm trying to think what, what all happened. I know it'll be a little bit more entertainment related, but I did go see Star Wars twice already uh, oh, since it did open up. I saw it Thursday night with Sarah. We had a little date night. And then um, I saw it Friday night with John, his dad, and my other friend, Tim, who is ironically the same name as his as John's dad. Yeah. Tim. Tim. <laughs> Two Tims. <laughs> Timmy. But yeah, so that was it was pretty good. Um, dude, okay. So... I'll add this into the randoms portion, and you'll understand why, because it's not really... I mean, it is. It could, it could fit in both. But anyway, so Thursday night, right? Me and Sarah, we go to see Star Wars. Sarah, open. Sarah and I. There it is again. <laughs> Whatever, man. Uh, but so anyway, we go to see the movie opening night, and we're in the theater, and kid you not, like as the movie's progressing, it's about to get to the uh, 
the climax of it, you know? Yeah. Power outage at the theater. No way. Power outage for at least 10 to 15, like it was 10 to 20 minutes, dude. We're all just sitting there in the darkness. Like, are you kidding me right now? That sucks. It was so, but you know, I'll I'll say this. I thought people were going to get super upset and pissed. People actually took it pretty, like, pretty well like they weren't super angry about it everyone was actually cracking jokes in the darkness like all right someone call karen she's got to go talk to the manager like (laughs) just like where's she at and someone's like i'm karen i'll go do it (laughs) karen for the people yes the one time you actually want to care to speak to the manager but yeah so it was it was cool um they they did end up uh you know apologizing obviously for the inconvenience and what happened and everything um and they handed out uh free movie passes to come back like oh hey here's a free admission on us you know sorry oh, nice. sorry that happened so you have a free movie pass i do well Ooh. not not the movie pass where you get three free movies a week but at least one no, free but movie. like, like yeah a, a free movie yep valid one guest and so wow. sarah got one i got one and so that means now since i have my amc stubs thing i didn't have to pay for my ticket anyway so that means me and her are gonna go to two more date nights for free Ooh. yeah it's gonna be super exciting yeah once we find something that'll actually come out that'll be good but you know <laughs> it, I, I do want to see jumanji still i have not checked that one out and again i know this is an entertainment portion yet but yeah i, I really want to see dwayne the rock johnson karen gillian and uh, jack black and and kevin hart oh you know dwayne i know dwayne yeah the pebble i like dwayne <laughs> okay he and i are on a first name basis oh yeah so yeah. that's how close you are to him yeah how big are his muscles are they like you know real big or are they like big big have you ever seen like a watermelon Yes, I've seen like a watermelon. That's like one bicep. Yikes. Yeah. Dude, see, it's like, it's just, I don't know. I love The Rock. He's a great guy. Just too much muscle. <laughs> too much muscle <laughs> too for much, you? Too much for me. Like, not, that's what, not, what about the hair? The hair is fine. I, I, okay. I, could, I could deal with that. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, so, uh, you know, like I said, Luke, at the beginning of the episode, this is our Christmas episode. Here we are. Uh, this episode should be released a day or two before, or might even be on Christmas Eve. I don't know. It'll hopefully be released on the 23rd. Okay, so before. Well, I shouldn't have said that. Now everybody's going to know now, if now, I Yeah, don't now pressure's on. <laughs> it's going to be released near Christmas. Well, see, this is, this is the beauty of you editing the podcast. You get to cut that out and just make it make the truth whatever you want it to be. Yeah, but we already made a big thing out of it now. Oh, okay. Now we're stuck with it. We are stuck with it, I guess. All right. So 23rd, we'll hope that, we'll hope that happens. It'll be the 23rd uh, <laughs> at like 11.59. <laughs> before the clock strikes midnight. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that again, that that should work out fine. Um, but yeah, so what you know, what, as we're here in the Christmas season, Luke, what are some of the best and worst Christmas gifts you ever got? Like you ever received? What was the? Let's start with let's start with the best. The best. Well, I don't know. I can do the worst right away. All right. Well, let's go there then. The worst <laughs> seems to stick out in my mind a little bit better. So the worst Christmas gift I ever got was at one of those. Um, white elephant gift exchanges okay uh yeah everybody else was getting relatively decent gifts uh-huh i ended up with two sponges a rubber band a my little pony and one pen oh <sighs> and some cat food yikes yeah and what was the do you remember what the price amount was on these white elephant gifts because i know sometimes they say like five dollars it's probably $10. like 10 bucks yeah 10 and they wow they really screwed you yeah so the cat food was the best part uh, oh you know what <laughs> did you Actually, taste it i forgot it also came with you know those um toilet paper roll springy things. oh the the things that hold the toilet paper roll in place yeah. On, yeah okay there was two of those what so what i did i got inventive with the two sponges i took okay. those so i took one sponge laid it down then took the two toilet paper roll holders the springy yeah put them on there and then made like a sandwich with the other um the other sponge, uh-huh. so like made a toilet paper roll holder sandwich. What the heck? Uh, rubber banded it so that they would hold it together. Right. Um, 
And with the rubber band, I also rubber banded the My Little Pony on top of it. <laughs> and I managed to make a springy thing where I would pull it down and then it would bounce up. Nice. <laughs> it's like a little like moon shoe, but just for the pony. Yeah, yeah. So it would, like it, it was like a rocket, you know? What the heck? Yeah, like a spongy rocket. Well, you know, people have referred to you as the MacGyver of the Bithers. Really? I don't know, but we should start doing it. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. Luke MacGyver Bither. Mm. Yeah, you know, now that you mention it, Luke, I think some of the worst gifts I've ever gotten have also been from White Elephant gift exchanges. Yeah. Because it's people try to explain it thoroughly, at, you know, like, hey, if you're going to bring a gift, like, even if it's something that's already at your house unwrapped, but it's something that's still in decent enough condition, yeah. make sure it's a good gift. Like, I know there was one year uh, where your dad, he actually brought an M&M dispenser that looked really awesome, and sadly, someone stole it from me, so it got locked in place, and then they did their whole trade later on. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was one time a uh, couple of years ago, and, you know, this person's going to know who they are, so I'll apologize after I blast them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we're at a gift exchange, and yet again, they have the premise, like, okay, uh, you know, don't bring anything that's just pointless. You know, bring something that people are actually going to want or like, you know, whatever. And, uh, yeah, the gift I ended up with was a Christmas tree ornament and a golf club. Like, just a random, like... Like a know, real golf club? I don't know if it was like a mini golf putter or what. It was just a, a golf club of some kind. What the heck? Yeah. So uh, that was actually, I'm pretty sure, brought by Cheyenne. So <laughs> I apologize, <laughs> but not so sorry. That was kind of a bad gift. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm just like, what the heck is this? Like, what, <laughs> like, what do I, the, the Christmas tree ornament was like kind of cool, but I'm just like, what? Where's the rest of my gift? Like, what? This is yeah. this is a very very bad joke. But uh, yeah, so that one I wasn't I wasn't too thrilled with. Um, the other, let's see, I want to say, uh, well, I guess I can transition now to my best gift and maybe yeah. maybe some more worse ones will come as we keep talking. Because um, like you said, the, the white elephant gift thing is just a plethora of just bad encounters of just really, oh, yeah. even you know, th this last Tuesday, we had our uh, white elephant gift exchange for the youth group. Yeah. I got some weird like Rubik's cube and three chocolates. Like it wasn't even a regular Rubik's cube. It was like. It was something you had to like fold into place. Like it was shaped almost like an M, but with cubes. So like 3D pieces that you had to kind of like roll and fit together. I don't even know how it was supposed to work. I ended up. What giving, the heck? I gave it to somebody else. I'm like, yeah. you, you deal with this. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So then, uh, uh, one of the best gifts I ever got was probably uh, growing up uh, when the Xbox console. I think it was only like a year after it had first come out. So like yeah. the original big black chunky thing. Um, and I was like begging so hard, like, you know, oh, please, please, can I get an Xbox? I want, I want to play Halo. I want to play Halo because my yeah. friend had just got me into the game. And sure enough, I opened it up on Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, whichever. My, par my parents always go back and forth on which day we open gifts. But yeah, so open it up and bam, there it is. My console, Halo right there. I'm just like, oh, I was, I was, <laughs> I was busy for my whole uh, Christmas vacation that year. Yeah, so my best gifts. Beth gifts? Beth gifts. <laughs> Beth gifts. My best gifts. Oh, it's hard to say. Um, <laughs> Let's see. There, I'll, I'll. There's two of them. I, you know, uh, we got a Wii one year on okay. Christmas, and then you got us an Xbox. I did one year on Christmas. Those were both quite cool. Woo. Um, another good mention just happened this year this at a year, gift okay. exchange. Our coast John. Oh yeah. Uh, was my secret Santa, uh -huh. and I was his by the way, which is interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> just, story. just happened to play yeah. out that way. Yeah, we pulled each other's names, but anyway, he was my secret Santa. And we have this group chat for this this gift exchange, right? Uh, where we just put in some of the things, um, some of the things that we would 
be okay receiving, you know? Just right, right. A, a little Christmas list, but a little less specific. That makes sense. So I listed my list, and at the end, it just started getting more and more outrageous. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I started making jokes. I, I said, a shirt with my name on it, a documentary all about me. What the heck? He did it. He made a documentary about you? He got me a shirt with my name on it. On the back of it, it, it says... Um, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, what Luke. The heck? And then on the front, it's got like a bass player with my name on the on the bass. Um, so yeah, that was cool. And then he made a documentary about me, oh my where gosh. he got the other people in this group. They all like gave like their favorite story about me, and I was like, oh my goodness, what a it, what a true friend. Yeah, dude, he blew me away. Like I didn't expect the gift exchanges, as we've already established pointed that. out, are pretty garbage most of the time. Yes, this blew my mind. Like, if I were a crying person, I would have cried. Yeah, dude, but that's... But I don't cry. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Even when I twisted his nipples, he never cried. Yeah. <laughs> but... Handled it like a man. <laughs> but, oh, man, dude, that's that just kind of makes me... It kind of piques my curiosity to see and challenge John on, like, what gift couldn't he give you? Like, if he put some random thing out... Like, and keep it plausible, like, yeah. you know, don't tell me he has to bring you a unicorn or something, but, you know... Yeah. But some random thing like that, that he just literally went out of his way and, like, oh, yeah, that's easily... I, I can do that. Yeah, so I now have a custom shirt... And a documentary about me. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty that's So pretty way epic. to go, John, if you're listening to this. This is your official shout-out. Too bad he wasn't here today to bask in this glory. Yeah, he could have talked about it and yeah. just been like, oh, this is how I went about it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. But maybe next episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, so, Luke, you were just talking about it, though, like how you, towards the end of your list, you created, like, random things that you didn't even expect him to pull out of thin air, you know, again, yeah. a documentary about you, like, who would have really thought about that yeah. in the first place? But, Luke, your family, your siblings specifically, have this weird tradition that I've become accustomed to where we end up... De- uh, deciding what everyone else's Christmas list will be. And yes. by that, what we'll do is, you know, with with parents or whoever else who wants to know what gifts to try to buy us, we create a list on, on a regular Word document. And then as the weeks go on and get closer and closer to Christmas, people will open that document and add on the most random things you ever heard of. Sabotage. Yeah, so me and Luke thought it would be a perfect way to segue into, again, cr- from Christmas gifts to uh, talk about what kind of weird things and what kind of weird shenanigans that this family gets into. Yeah. So, I don't know, Luke, do you want to look over our list real quick and just mention some of the uh, some of the things that stick out to you on this Christmas list that have already just piqued all of our interests? Yeah, let's go with some of yours. All like, right. Like, on your list, Dylan, this is for this year. This yep. is current stuff. Yep. Um, one of my favorite ones on there is extra toilet paper. <laughs> Somebody added extra toilet paper to your list. Because I know I eat spicy food. <laughs> yeah, that's like what you want for Christmas. Here's another good one. It says all the eggnog in Moreno Valley. Yep. And then goes through some other ones. And then and then it's like in true Ron Swanson fashion, it says, I worry what you read was get me a lot of eggnog. Yeah. <laughs> what I said was all, all the, the eggnog, eggnog. <laughs> in Moreno Valley. Um, so, yeah, that's Dylan's Christmas list. If you guys want to get some eggnog for him, make sure it's all of the eggnog. Yes. I, I love, love, love eggnog. And if I have to fill my fridge with it, I will. Uh, let's see. And then, so I'll, you, you covered me. I'll go ahead and cover Sarah, some of the things on hers. Earlobe cozies. Yes. <laughs> like, not not earmuffs. No, earlobe cozies. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see. <laughs> another Another fun one. Uh, sumo suits for kittens. A set of two. A set of two for both of our cats. <laughs> Because one would be pointless. Yeah, yeah. You got you got to be a fair and balanced, you know, thing when you, yeah. when they match up together in the, in the ring. I was almost like going to say octagon. I'm like, no, sumos don't fight an octagon. Yeah. Uh, and let's see. Uh, also, Slappy's malt beer. Whatever the heck that is. Who is Slappy? 
Do we know who Slappy is? Do you know who Slappy is? I don't know Slappy. I don't know Slappy. But it's I on heard there. he makes good malt beer, though. Apparently. And what the heck is malt beer? Well, I know you can malt a shake. Like it's like wa- it's probably whoppers. the exact same thing. Oh, it's, that'd be so weird. It's like because malting isn't like grainy per se. I'm like trying to figure out how to describe it. But malting, I'm going to say it now. It's for sure the same exact thing. And we're done. No, <laughs> there's no more arguing. You can't. You can't fight Luke on that. Yeah, it's official. All right. Who but, else do you? Who else do you want to take, Luke? We still got you, Rachel, Thomas, Cheyenne, and Peter. Mm. Who else would you like to cover? Let's go with. Uh, I don't know. Let's go with Cheyenne because we've had her on the podcast before. Yeah, one of our fun guests. Chicken soup scented candle. Mmm. It's not even chicken noodle soup. It's just chicken soup. There's no noodles in this soup. It's just some broth with some chicken tossed in it. But here's what would be great is if after you melted said candle, you can drink the wax and it would taste like soup. That That's a thing. All you got to do is like freeze the chicken soup. Make an actual soup. Yeah, make the actual soup, freeze it, and then as it melts, you can eat it like soup. That'd be very delicious. Yeah. I actually kind of want some soup right now. Maybe I'll go get some egg drop once I drop you off at work. All right, we'll be right back after this short break. <laughs> All right, so what else? What does Cheyenne have on our list? Let's get like what we're we'll be doing like top three of each list. Yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, this is a good one. Actual Muppet babies. <laughs> <laughs> like, like not toys, not the TV show. Oh she wants gosh. actual Muppet babies. Actual Muppet babies. Yeah, I would love to see these actual Muppet babies. Uh huh. And then the the last one I want. <laughs> oh gosh! I just noticed <laughs> pregnancy test urgent. <laughs> oh no! We're about to have a little Christmas baby. <laughs> Cheyenne, to the best of our knowledge, is not pregnant with yeah. Peter's baby. Yeah, that has not happened. It's just a joke on this list, folks. Don't go rubbing. Not her stomach that it would be or... a bad thing. Yeah, I'd be excited to be another yeah. uncle, but yeah, but, don't don't be weird about it. I like that. Like, well, if I'm making my list, I could use a pregnancy test. That would be that'd be good. And, and, and yeah, and if you don't mind, I need today, sap. Yeah, <laughs> as soon as possible, man. Oh gosh, let's see. Uh, you know, take you, your pick, Dylan. Uh, you know, I'm going to cover you, Luke. Wow, since you covered me, I will cover you in my love. All right. So, oh gosh. So the first, the first thing on your list, Luke. What Luke wants for Christmas? You. All I want for Christmas is he you. wants you, listeners. If you if you have our voices right now in your ears, that's what he wants. He wants you. All thirty of you. He wants you. 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 And the next item. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> okay. He also is asking for. I think I'm just going to lump these ones together. All three wishes that the uh, the what the cast of the Wizard of Oz wanted. Yeah, a, a brain, a heart, and some courage. And then to make it better, the very next one on the list, a liver, just like <laughs> out of nowhere, random, not even yeah. to eat, just a liver. Is it an organ donor transplant? Is it just something he wants to eat? Who knows? But it's frame sounds- it. For, oh gosh just imagine like the squish like when you get the glass up against oh. your portrait just like fitting in the wood frame or whatever if you have a liver that you don't want anymore i will take it you want my kidney no no not i the want same your as liver. liver yeah no, okay i can't spare that sorry wait can you live without a liver i think they'll do like you can like cut a portion of it off like if it's getting bad you can cut a portion of your liver off i want to say that's a thing i could be wrong though i have been wrong before isn't it like the more you cut off, the less you live? Because I, I want to say it's something to where it's like you can get liver damage, and like the if if they have to make surgery to like you know kind of 
alternate it. Is that the right word I'm looking for? Like operate on it, whatever else you want to call it. Um, Like this, uh, if your liver starts to go worse and worse and worse or, you know, have more operations, then like you can only drink so much or like your liver then can't process as much. So you got to be careful about what you put into your body. Yeah. Isn't it like that effect? Isn't it like wrong? Like the more you cut off, the less life you have left. Like if you cut off too much, the doctor's like, not to 50. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, man. All these shenanigans already. We're I just cut the podcast. 50 years of your life away. I just the, the, the friggin' dungeon master. Welcome to the dungeon. <laughs> Welcome to the dungeon of despair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And then the, the last thing, Luke, I got to cover for yours. Equality for all white men. <laughs> yeah. We're not equal enough yet. Nope. Luke's fighting for those equality all around. Yeah. Gosh. Should, yeah. We, should we go with one more list? One more? Uh... Yeah, who who do you who do you think we should go for? Should we go? We got Rachel Thomas Peter. Who do we mm. pick? I think I'm gonna go with Rachel. Okay, that's what I was looking at too. Yeah, um, Burger King gift cards. I think is is <laughs> like it's subtle, but <laughs> maybe she wants to like it. Just have a, you ever gotten a Burger King gift card for anybody? I no. no. I've never, <laughs> just I, no. I don't think anybody has. Like, well, you you never know, man. Maybe she wants to have, like, a, a, a nugget party. I mean, they sell 10-piece nuggets for only, like, a buck 50. So you, can, you can get pretty, you can get a lot with that. How about, how about this? Kale lip gloss. Yikes. Yeah. I don't, mm, no. How does that make you feel, Dylan? Healthy, but yet nauseous. <laughs> yet nauseous. Yeah, I, I don't like eating kale all that much. I don't like it either. Yeah, exactly. Why is kale a thing? Like, if you want chips so badly, just eat chips. But if you've made the decision not to eat chips, you don't need kale. It's not, I mean, you're already dedicated enough to give up chips. Why right. do you need to, like, compromise and eat kale? It's like, a, it's the whole thing I never understand with, like, uh, vegans or, like, people who eat tofu. It's like, they try to get tofu that tastes like ham or tastes like yeah. other meats. It's like, I thought the whole point of you doing this was to not eat Yeah, it's meat. like, you guys have already made it this far. Why turn back a little bit just for the memories, you know? Because even they know their lifestyle sucks. <laughs> I get it. Some vegan listening to our episode like, ah, vegan bad review. Sponsor us. <laughs> vegan sponsors, yeah. We'll okay. plug veganism for you if you pay us. And Dickie's Barbecue Pit. <laughs> <laughs> In the same episode. Oh, man. Dickie's right. sponsor us. Dude, that'd be amazing. We just eat barbecue on the podcast. Yeah, we would, spon- we would, we would advertise you guys if you provided food for us. Just at least a hundred pounds of meat, just just at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's over five years, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Any more than that, and you know, we'll we'll maybe start thinking about you guys paying us too to do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, all that being said, Luke, I think it's time for us to transition to the entertainment portion of the podcast. <laughs> that was surprisingly bad. Yeah, you know, it wasn't it wasn't too off. You know, I know we didn't have John to tie in with the third harmony, but you know, hey, we we work, we work. I thought that. it was terrible. Oh, what this one? <laughs> or John was <laughs> this one? Oh yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm I was a little unfocused. I'm I'm trying to not distract our. Well, this listeners. was your first time doing the entertainment. Oh. Uh huh. So yeah, we'll, so we'll give you some slack. Right. But you know, Luke, one thing that we get to do tonight. Is there something we're doing tonight? There's, we're going on a little mandate, Luke. Oh, I forgot. You what know, are we the, doing? You know, what? How, how dare you? I was going to... What are we doing? I'm yeah, trying, say it. I'm trying to ask you what we're doing tonight, Luke. If, if, if I'm so lovable, well, what are we doing tonight? How about I'll throw out a suggestion? Okay, what's your, what's your what suggestion? What if we went to see... Star Wars! Yeah! Dolby Cinema! Oh, 
Dude, okay, so you, we were just talking about our, our bad singing with this intro, but, uh, you know, shoot, when you go into a Dolby Cinema Theater, folks, it's so freaking amazing. Like, the sound quality, it's like basically you're in a f- almost almost type of 4D environment because the same way you go into a 4D theater, and I know, obviously, we're not getting the 3D effects and visuals, but uh, when you go into a 4D theater, they have, like, the chairs kind of vibrate with whatever's going on, explosions, you know, space travel, whatever else. So I can only imagine how intense and awesome this movie's going to be when we go to see it in a Dolby Cinema Theater at I, AMC. I can't wait. AMC, please sponsor us. Sponsor us. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so some of the other things that I've noticed throughout the week, Luke, for entertainment. Com- well, wait, 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 you, wait, you can't wait. just gla- glaze over Star I mean, this isn't our Star Wars episode yet. Uh-huh. We'll get there. Um, pro- hopefully next week we can do that. Um, but what did you think? Like, don't don't do a, a review or spoilers or anything. But what did you think? So yeah, what I thought was crazy is the fact that Yoda comes back and makes out with, and then Luke he's still somehow juggling. Bull- and the Wookies, man, they had so many babies on this thing. I don't know how many times that I have to see a Wookie go. And then Palpatine had a dance battle with. Some of the other Sith Lords, they were pink dresses. That's all I know. I just don't I don't get what the whole point of it was. It was just really odd odd for me. It just kinda took me out of the whole thing. Dude, why am I even going tonight? You just spoiled the entire movie. Well no, see there's actually a couple more things. Like when I was watching some of the Tauntauns, they went That's and gross. What, just because they cut open Han Solo's carcass this time instead of the <laughs> other way around? Best part of the movie. Oh, it was so great. I didn't know Tauntauns could use lightsabers. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm just imagining Han Solo sitting there freezing in the snow, <laughs> looking in terror at this this thing with a lightsaber. It just creeps over him like, it's my turn, buddy. Oh my god. You got my cousin. <laughs> yeah, thanks for spoiling the whole thing. Oh, you're welcome. What did you think of it, though? Was it a good movie? You will find out tonight, Luke. Dang it! <laughs> Look, I can't spoil it for anyone, and I've I actually had to go out of my way to tell people on both the podcast page and my own personal page, do not read comments and articles if you have not seen the movie yet, because people are jerks. They will actually go out of their way to put spoilers, and I'm talking major There's spoilers in this movie. In the movie, yeah, you'll wow, you'll get stuff spoiled for you, oh, but. <laughs> But no, like people, I, I, that's one thing I, I hate so much, man. It's like with, with big blockbuster movies, I have to go see it opening weekend because of this very reason. Yeah. People go out of their way to just like, there'll be an article, you know, maybe referencing something that may or may not happen in the movie, or it could be talking about something in the trailer. And then as you scroll through the comments, next one you see is someone saying like, oh, this actually happened. And this, like they will put out the entire plot of the movie, spoil every major thing for you. So just do yourself a favor. Do not look at any articles if you have not seen the movie yet because people are jerks. Yeah, like, I've been avoiding them. Like every yeah. now and then there's an article about Star Wars. I'm like, I'm not clicking on it. I'm mm. not reading any comments. Yeah, no, don't, do yeah. not. You're, you're doing a good job. And then if, if there's anyone out there who's just on your friends list trying to spoil it for you, like actual put out spoilers, they're just the worst. Like, I'm just saying that yeah. right now. Unfriend, yeah. block, report. Yep. Yeah. Abuse. Abuse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, I, I hate people. Well, I know that Rotten Tomatoes gave it a terrible score. 55%. Yeah, that's that was ridiculous. But Rotten Tomatoes also gave The Last Jedi a fantastic score. Mm. And that was garbage. Right. And so, like, there's this, this trend where the fans don't tend to agree with right. Rotten Tomatoes. So, if that's any indication... This movie should be great. 
Yeah. We, we yeah. Well, and you'll definitely have the answer later on tonight when the I was going to say when the Force awakens within you, but uh, that was the that was the seventh. When movie. the Skywalker rises within me. Yeah. So you liked it then, huh? You'll see tonight, and I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Worth a try. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got to do what I got to do. But again, it's all for the benefit of our listeners. And yeah. then, by the way, definitely... all those spoilers were fake. Yeah. Gotcha. It, but just just to have fun, you know? That's what yeah. we do here at the podcast. We want to entertain you guys. We fooled you guys. Yep. And then, uh, but yeah, so I did talk to John, to uh, not, not John, our usual host, our lovely host, uh, but I talked to John Wiseman. He was on for the Cowboys episode before Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, and uh, we're, we're actually going to have him back on when we do another deep dive spoiler cast. So he'll be, I think he said he'll be returning sometime in January. So I think that'll be far enough oh, away. Oh, really? From, okay. Yeah, sometimes it'll be far enough away from the movie to where, again, if you haven't seen the movie at that point, it's a little on you, but again, yeah. at that and, point, just don't listen to the episode. And John and I are dying to talk about The Mandalorian. Man, I need to get Disney Plus, dude. I still need to buy that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Once once that happens, I can get caught up with you guys, and I can just dive in. Well, you, you got, like, until January. Yeah. So I got, I got some time. Yeah. But There's yeah. only, like, seven episodes out right now. Yeah, exactly. So I can, I can binge watch week. that. All right. So, other than that, uh, sticking in the vein of Disney... Uh, Kumail Nanjiani, I, I briefly mentioned him earlier as I was trying to get started, but then Luke interrupted me with, well, what did you think of his stupid show? But, no, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Kumail Nanjiani, man, he's part of the Eternals. He's one of the, one of the members on the cast. Yeah. This dude, like he's okay. He started out as a comedian. Like he wasn't necessarily like out of shape or anything. He was still just kind of a lanky skinny dude. Yeah. He got ripped. Really? Like, I'm talking even, he looks more ripped than Chris Evans, man. Like with Captain America, like this dude is cut. He put up pictures and everything online. He's like, it, like he, he put up an, a, ni- a very nice, honest post about it of how like, uh, you know, he's like, look, I have never in my life ever thought of being this fit. And that's because I never, ever had the access that I had to, like, the personal trainers and yeah. like, the fitness experts and everything. So it's like, you know, people, if, if, uh, if you're out there, and you know, maybe for the holidays or maybe even for your New Year's, re- New Year's resolution, we can get into that next week. You're trying to lose weight or something. Uh, don't yeah, ex- I want to lose 50 pounds. You definitely need to. But, <laughs> but yeah, don't expect, uh, uh, you know, crazy, crazy results like you see some of these celebrities get. I mean, they do have access to, like, 24-7 trainers and just people that will put them into shape. And that's and that's, good food, by the way. Yeah. like And just, time to cook it. Exactly. And the, these people, like, and that's what I that's what I appreciate and what I'm getting to with Camille, Camille's post is that he was talking about that and how he's like, look, I, like I said, I never would have been able to do this without this time, this effort, these people that are here to, like, actually guide every single step of this diet kind of thing. And, uh, you know, so just if you're out there trying to lose weight, I hope you get healthy. You know, I just did the same thing over the summer. Uh, but, yeah, don't kill yourself if you don't look like a Greek god by the end of it. Like, Yeah. And for the listeners, here's what he looks like. What me? Look at yeah, no. Look at this picture. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you guys see that? My wow. goodness, beautiful. Can you see the sun glistening? Ooh, the sweat off his body. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that was productive for you listeners at home. Yeah, should be. Yeah. We should just screenshot it and post it up on the Instagram. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I said on the Instagram. Wow. On the Instagram. On the Insta. <laughs> post it. Put it on the line. On the line. <laughs> it's still one of the greatest jokes ever. I know. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen that movie, go check it out. Uh, the internship. Oh yeah, that's great. Well, just be cautious. Of cautious, what, yeah. <laughs> Don't do the unrated version. Yes, do not yeah. do unrated. All right. Uh, so moving on from Kumel, uh, Quiet Place Two was announced. Man, they dropped a trailer for it and everything. Oh, I didn't I, even know that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At, the, at the very least, I think it's supposed to come out uh, early next year. Either I, I don't know if it was end of March or maybe early May. Um, uh, but yeah, so that's supposed to be coming out. Emily Blunt and uh, all the original cast are returning. All uh, of them. Well, 
I mean, John Krasinski aside. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a spoiler. The movie's been out for at least yeah. a, close to a year now. He died at the end. He got stabbed up like a monkey. But he did it after screaming. Yes. Screaming like a monkey. Yeah. He screamed and then died. Yep. With a banana. Banana. I just kept making monkey references for some reason, so I just figured I'd roll with it. All right. Those monsters shot him like a monkey in a barrel. Fish in a barrel. A barrel full the of barrels. The monster shot him? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so in this, in this, let me get this straight, because this took a very different turn than I expected. John Krasinski is a fish. He's trapped in a barrel, and these monsters that can't see he's trapped, are shooting him. He's trapped in a barrel inside a monkey's body, and then the monster shot him. All right. <laughs> is the second one going to be anything like that? This is what happens when I get sleep-deprived, man. I don't know what's going on anymore. Uh, no, the second one, uh, it, I think, again, hopefully, uh, I, I think we talked about this, Luke. We want more backstories on the aliens and, like, where they came from kind of thing. Yeah, like um, they had the newspaper articles posted. Right, but they didn't really got show a little much bit, else. Yeah. yeah. But John Krasinski kind of confirmed that, yeah, they're aliens. Yeah. So, he didn't tell us anything more, though. Nope. He didn't, didn't show us anything. Like you said, outside of the newspaper clippings, just it was just there. You're in this world. That's it. Like, Yeah. Which... I guess kind of helps out considering it's, you know, some people would think about like, okay, well, how did the aliens get past the military might of, say, a tank or just a machine gun or something? Like, because like, I get that, you know, you have to wait for, at least in the end of the other movie with Emily Blunt, you know, you had, she had to wait for their face to be exposed to really do some damage to them. Yeah. But I highly doubt that armor of their skin is going to be thick enough to stop a freaking tank bullet. Like, yeah. come on now. Yeah. But anyway, uh, one other uh, entertainment announcement I have, which is freaking amazing uh keanu reeves uh there's been a the people are declaring it a uh there are well you know uh, not nationally declaring it but they're kind of fun funnily i'm just off one today they are declaring the day that matrix 4 and john wick 4 come out they're coming out on the same day it's gonna be keanu reeves day yeah and it's may 4th may it is may 4th no i, don't I, was, I was like oh that's the star wars thing <laughs> yeah but yeah so i'm super excited for that okay out of those two movies which do you think you're gonna see john wick 4 or matrix 4 Ooh, i'm more likely to see john wick 4 okay that's where i'm kind of leaning to like i i love the matrix movies but yeah i'm, I'm definitely a john wick fan yeah the matrix movies were like you just gotta see it because mm-hmm. it's the matrix right you watch it once and then you're good mm-hmm. that's how i feel about matrix John, I, I don't know. I guess John Wick, I kind of feel the same way about it, but it's a little bit more entertaining. Right. So, Especially the way they left off the third one. Yeah, it's going to be it's like, just exciting. With that opening weekend, man, it's like, I, I don't know if they're going to kind of shoot themselves in the foot. or I mean, I guess Keanu Reeves, I mean, he wins either way. Keanu but Reeves never shoots himself in the foot. No, no he never. He practices gun safety and gun... Ja- gun Jamming? Da- Is gun, that what you're Gun dangerously. Okay, yeah, his his training videos when he gets in shape for these things are, are pretty intense. He looks he looks like a beast. But uh, no, I'm just saying like because I'm almost thinking of it like from a financial perspective, it's like you're releasing two movies with Keanu Reeves in it. So it's like, doesn't he stand to lose money like having those compete against each other, or does he make money on both ends? What do you like? I know I, know I don't kinda... know the way I see it. Like you can either have one movie released mm-hmm. or you can have two of them released. It's like that. <laughs> That weekend, it's going to be a battle between, like, okay, are people going to be more drawn to action movie with John Wick or more sci-fi with it's Matrix gonna, Trilogy? Oh, I don't know. Or Quadrilogy Like, when point. you bring something back, people flock to the theaters. The nostalgia factor. Yeah, but come on now. Like, Matrix was big for Keanu Reeves, but John Wick is what made him Keanu Reeves. Mm. That's what <laughs> made him the internet's boyfriend. I, I would think John Wick's going to do better. 
Yeah, I, I do too. I just I think there was just too much time elapsed between the Matrix movies. And granted, I, I'm looking forward to see what the effects nowadays are going to be able to make that movie look like with the like kung fu or fight scenes yeah. in the movie. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely more excited for John Wick Four. Yeah. So either way, Keanu Reeves, we love you. Come on the podcast, please sponsor us. We know hey, you. we would like to stretch out this invitation to Keanu Reeves right now. Yep. Um, if you want to go see Star Wars, let us know. Yeah, definitely. We'll watch with, it with you. Within the next, what, five hours? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I didn't even tell you. What's um, that? In preparation for Star Wars tonight, okay. this week, I've been frantically trying to watch through all of the Star Wars movies. Oh, my gosh. Did you actually make it? Not quite. I oh. didn't get to do episode eight. Dang. But if I have to miss any, at least it's at episode least it was eight. At least episode eight. Yeah. yeah, I even tossed in Rogue One. I didn't do Solo. Right. It's just too much to do, but mm. yeah, I mean, I've been staying up late. I've been sacrificing <laughs> sleep just so that I can get in all oh, of these movies God. and be extra hyped for episode for, for nine tonight. tonight. Yeah. yeah, so I watched episode seven, The Force Awakens, right last night at like eleven o'clock. My gosh, dude, how are you even awake right now? I well, I went to bed. <laughs> well, yeah, I that. fell asleep halfway through some of the movies. <laughs> yeah, just because it was so exhausting. Yeah, but those I things are long, it man. It's like trying to trying to do a marathon of either those or even Lord of the Rings. It's just like, oh my yeah. gosh, you are in for a stretch. And don't forget, this was finals week for me. <laughs> so you're a bad man. Yeah, I'm crazy, but I like Star Wars. Yeah, the and one... I almost did it. Yeah, almost doesn't count though. We're not playing horseshoes and hey, hey. I'll just Fine, like... I'll give I'll give you some credit. I'll give you a B minus. Thank you. All right. Yeah. So all that being said, I think it's time for us to go to oh, 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 Santa Sports. Well, Santa came back for a quick second. That was awesome, though. Yeah. It was He's, good to hear he him likes him sports again. as much as we do. That was as he was flying by. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Except he doesn't have his reindeer yet. He was just in a. Okay. Helicopter. Yeah, because I didn't. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, I didn't hear sleigh bells, but I did hear a clatter on the roof. Maybe it was just the helicopter landing for him to do that quick drop by. But yeah. So, ah, uh, all right. Where do I start? Let's see. We'll we'll go with the Lakers. Uh, man. I'm again. They do still have the second best record in the NBA, but I'm a little bummed out. They lost two of them back to back. They lost to the Pacers on, I believe, Tuesday night, and then they dropped one against the Bucks on either Thursday or Friday. I can't quite remember, but I'm just like, uh, I'm not worried. Not worried at all. I'm not worried. But what concerns me about it though is like I know I know what the Pacers game that one I'm a little more leaning on because we didn't have AD he was resting, but then the Bucks game it's like that's a potential team we might have to play and you know if we get to the finals like that could be a team that we have to face you yeah. know later on in the playoffs so I'm just like guys we gotta we gotta tighten up some some defense we gotta tighten up on our scoring because it was just like a couple sloppy plays here and there I'm just like oh come on we we're better than this yeah I'm not worried about it um you lose two games in a row in football. You panic. Right, because there's only 16 a season. You lose two games in a row in baseball, you don't care. (laughs) You're ready for the next one. That's because you play a million. Basketball is like halfway in between. Mm -hmm. Like, you lose two games, it's like, "Mm, okay, it's a little discouraging, but it's not like it's anything that's going to alter your season right there. Right. Yeah, my biggest concern, I mean, again, obviously I still want us to have a good record. As long as we make playoffs and we can win the whole thing. That's all I'm ever concerned about. That's, that's all, all we want. That's as all any, long as we can just win just, everything. Just make the playoffs and get the championship ring. That's that's, that's all, all I ask. care about. Yeah. yeah. Just, just little things. Just you know? do that. Why doesn't why yeah. is that not the strategy? And just, you know, a mini victory that I want is after that uh that loss to the Clippers on opening day, I want the Lakers to smash the Clippers on Christmas Day. I want revenge, Ooh. man. I, I I'm 
Look, I, I like Kawhi Leonard back when he was with the Raptors because I realized that he grew up again, and or at least was here in Moreno Valley for a little bit. But after he dissed the, what he did to the Lakers because he was like making them think like, oh yeah, I'll totally come to you guys. Psych! And like just tra- uh, you know went to a different organization, let alone the Clippers themselves, the other LA competition. I'm just like, oh, you left a bad taste in my mouth, dude. Like, I'm <laughs> sorry, you just, I, I don't want it. Oh, what is that? It tastes like... Kawhi Leonard tastes like a traitor (laughs) but yeah so I I, again I want them to smash the Clippers come Christmas Day so as long as we can get that win you know just you know hopefully we'll still get a couple more wins in between I don't know how many more games we have but before then but you said it's Christmas Day right Christmas Day we're at your house for Christmas Day Oh, that's right. Oh, you know what? I'll have to, I'll have we'll to check because to... I have I have Sling TV, so I'll yeah. have to check and make sure that I can get NBA. Um, I I want to say I do get a few games. I just it's certain certain games like I have to for for football as well. I have to like check uh you know different channels to make sure I even have them, just yeah. depending if they're blacked out. But yeah, so it, that should be fun. Hopefully, we'll either be watching that or because I don't I don't think they planned any football games for Christmas. I I know they've done it on years past, but I think that was just because Christmas happened to fall on a Thursday. Yeah, so. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but yeah, so Lakers, just you know, keep it keep it going. You know, we'll step up from these two losses, like Luke said, and uh, keep keep rolling over the competition. Uh, but you were talking about the different schedules, Luke. Uh, then you know, base, comparing football, basketball, baseball, Angels did something kind of interesting over this uh, this little off season here. What did they do? They signed Nationals th- th- third third baseman. I'm blanking now. Anthony Rendon. Yes. And this guy, we talked about him a little bit during the end of baseball season. He was an MVP candidate. He was. He was up there. I mean, for a long time, he was leading all of baseball in batting average. Right. Uh, He ended up second. I think he was right behind Christian Yelich. Okay. I think. I'm not entirely sure. Um, But yeah, this is a good deal for us. This is good. Right. It's not often that the Angels make a really good deal. Yeah, so this is this is pretty awesome to add to the offensive lineup. Um, although I will say I'm still wanting a good pitcher. Like, I, yeah, like, we definitely that need that. Um, the good news is we will have Otani okay. playing both ways next season. Okay, that's something we didn't have. That was another brilliant sign that the Angels did. So credit to the Angels GM. You're looking better. <laughs> oh yeah, things are, things are not as hopeless as it used to look. I mean, we used to just sign catcher after catcher after catcher for absolutely no reason at all. Yeah. Um but the last few years we've made some decent deals. Yeah. So I'm I, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to the next season. Hopefully we can actually make at least make playoffs. I'll settle for that one as far as the Angels go. You know, give us give us some hope to look forward to for these next few years. Yeah, so that that should be good. Um you realize that's going to give us Mike Trout, Albert Pujols, Justin Upton, Anthony Rendon, oh Otani. And there's been talk about Otani. Um, in years past, uh-huh. uh, with Mike Sosha, I guess right. the year past, last year, um, he did not have Otani bat when he when he pitched. What? Yeah, he would go with the DH just so he could focus on pitching. Uh-huh. Joe Madden, I think, takes the better approach. He's like, why would we not play him? Yeah, it's like why he, would we not have him hit? He's gonna hit better than the than the DH anyway. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. I think that's exactly the kind of aggressive attitude that gets it. Yeah, the, t- a dugout the tenacity. Ready, yeah, gets them ready to win some baseball games. Yeah, because again, it's like why why would you just you know if you have a good player, it's like uh, you know kind of getting back to basketball for a quick second. Uh, LeBron James was uh, quoted after one of his post game interviews saying like you know like you know hey if I if I'm healthy like I'm gonna play the game like yeah. why wouldn't you put your best player out there if like if I don't have any kind of injury or sickness like yeah i'm good to go i'm gonna play this game like if yeah if this guy can otani can do both i was we know that he can yeah why would you just have him oh only do one or the other you can't have both 
no, that's that's not who he is. Yeah, and I like it with LeBron James. Like he recognizes, without being prideful, mm. his fame. Yes, he recognizes that people are there watching Laker games to see him. Oh yeah, and he's he a, doesn't a, want to disappoint the fans. Yeah, which is not a prideful thing. It's not showboating. It's just like he feels like, he has a responsibility to show up and be there for the people that are counting on him. Yeah, he's definitely one of the top five faces of the NBA. Like not even just the he's Lakers. the top face of the NBA. What do you mean? I, well, I'm just I didn't want to be like he's too, the number one. <laughs> I don't want to be too. He's prideful the next about Michael it. Jordan. Yeah. Well, all right, all right, all right. He's Breathe. the next Kobe. Calm down, Luke. It's okay. I'm just saying. He's the guy. Yes, he is. He's ours. But you know who's not the guy? Who's not the guy? Tom Brady, because no, he missed God. the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I know. He deserved it this year. He didn't. Yeah. I, well, he deserved to miss it. Yeah, we've had yeah. how many discussions now? Because, again, we, we went back and forth saying, like, okay, it's the defense, it's the offense, whatever, getting these wins. Yeah. It looked a lot like the defense after that one because it wasn't, you can't even call a it a little pro- bit. I mean, there was definitely a decline in offense. Mm hmm throughout the season right think about the first game against the Steelers mm. I think that's a good representation of what the Patriots could have been the, the Steelers are no slouch of a team right when we talk about you know they had some easy games mm-hmm. in the beginning I mean the Steelers are a wild card team yeah as it stands now yeah and so it's not like we can chalk that one up to oh well, they're playing an easy team that's why it was such a blowout I was like no both sides of the ball were playing well in that game oh yeah the offense looked great the defense looked great that's what the Patriots could have been. Somewhere along the line, it just didn't pan out. Not at all. And it's the offense that suffered most. The offense, I think, has gotten worse throughout mm-hmm. the year. Yeah, because there have been a lot of in- like either either injuries, people just not being full health while they're out on the field, whatever yeah. else you want to call it. Um, but yeah, even even despite all that, just Tom Brady has underperformed. Yeah, like he's not Tom- played as yeah. well. So it's and you know we've we've talked about this many times, Luke. How you love Tom Brady. And I don't. Yeah. And so I figured, you know, this being the podcast where it's, you know, one of the many podcasts where it's me and you, I think it's time for us to dive into why you love Tom Brady and why I am never calling him the goat. Oh, boy. So would you like to take the platform first? Yeah, I'll go first. The biggest reason I like Tom Brady is entirely useless because it, <laughs> I, I had him on my fantasy football team for like seven seasons in a row. Well, that's, 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 that's good on your character. You're yeah. loyal. Yeah, and this was at a at a good time in his career too. Right. Like this, this was seven solid years where he was legitimately the top one of the top three in the NFL. Like top scorers for fantasy, or just yeah. just top in NFL in general. Yeah, I mean top quarterbacks. I mean he was consistently good. Right. Um, in the prime of his career. Uh, so it was a good time to be the owner of Tom Brady on my fantasy team. And just having that kind of consistency, having him pay off that many points, it was that's what got me into Tom Brady in the first place. Gotcha. More than that, he's been an exciting player to watch in my mind. He's he's not the kind of guy that's going to rely on um, being able to run and outmaneuver the other team. Mm-hmm. He's just good at throwing. And as a baseball player, I especially appreciate that aspect of the game. <laughs> I just like watching people throw accurately with good power, and that was fun for me to watch. Okay. Um, consistency is the next thing. Um, some of the best quarterbacks in the league, even those who have just like got, we'll, we'll talk about Peyton Manning. Okay, yeah. Peyton Manning is is has put up some of the greatest seasons ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he had the record for most touchdowns that that uh, high offense year with the Broncos. Yeah. 55, he set the record. He, he set, like, every record. Most touchdowns, most yards. Well, uh, Breeze just passed him for touchdowns, though. Well, I'm talking about single-season stats. Single-season, yeah. yeah, he should stop. Yeah, single-season stats. He he 
set records in almost every area. It might have been passer rating as well. Um, uh, yeah, passing touchdowns, passing yards, mm-hmm. everything he blew out of the water. Right. Um, and I think this the single season passing touchdown record still stands, right? Uh, I, yeah, I think the 55 still stands. Yeah, Mahomes um, put up, what, 52, 53 he, last season? I thought it was just 50. Or was it more than that? I think it was more than 50, because okay. Tom Brady put up 50 in 2007. I Again, I I know it's kind of detracting to the Tom Brady thing. I wish Mahomes could have stayed healthy, because I wanted to see him get 60 touchdowns in one season. That would, and he could have done it. Like He was on pace yeah. to get well over what he would have been 5,000-plus yards, plus the 60 touchdowns with how fast he was going. Just, man. I don't anyway. think he would have done it, but it would have been fun to watch. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, the consistency. Peyton Manning did not have a good season every single season. With the exception of this one, mm-hmm. Tom, Bra- Tom Brady basically has. Right. Like, every single season he plays is a good season. Yep. Um, and that's why he hasn't missed a Pro Bowl since 2009. Yep. I believe that was because of an injury. Right. Um, yeah, so consistency. Even someone like Drew Brees, he's mm. on fire right now. He's looking good, putting career records up. Oh, yeah. Think about two seasons ago, though. He was not looking good he was not <laughs> looking like a winner it was looking like he was on his way out right and it's it's like he's had good seasons he has had bad seasons he's had winning seasons he's had losing seasons tom brady not so much tom brady's gonna go, go in there put up good numbers every single time he's gonna mm. get wins every single time right a lot of that is because of the team and where they play yeah the patriots definitely are one of the teams where it's like you can go into every sunday saying like we're gonna get the win yeah yeah, yeah. You, you have no reason to, to bet against the patriots most weeks right this year's been a little bit tougher to decide but like last season mm. there was no reason to ever bet against the patriots mm. um so yeah the consistency i would say is my favorite thing about tom brady just season after season for 20 years he's just been on it right um i don't know if i have anything other than that he's like top five in every single category right um i can pull up specifics i suppose while you deliver your argument okay um but yeah i i believe he's i mean he's two touchdowns behind drrew Brees. Yeah, because Drew Brees is at 541, Tom Brady's at 539. Yeah, both of their touchdown records are ongoing. They yeah, they're not. I mean, stone this Sunday, it, if if Breeze would have had a bad game and Brady would have had a good game, mm. Brady would be the one right now celebrating. Oh, I just passed Peyton Manning. Yeah, for I, number one. I all-time. hope. I hope so badly that uh, um, what we can see happen is. I mean, obviously, I want to see like a kind of a shootout. I still want Drew Brees to take the ultimate, you know, victory in that uh, yeah. most touchdowns for a quarterback. Uh, obviously, air, uh, air distance. Passing touchdowns, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think he might have one or two more seasons in him than Brady. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens down the line because, again, they're both they're both up there. Yeah, I so. mean, I believe Drew Brees is only one year younger than Tom Brady. Right. So, like, as much attention as Tom Brady is getting, Drew Brees is also very old. Yeah. And still playing at a very high level. Yep. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Let's go ahead and hear your argument now, Dylan. Okay, so... I've got quite a few, and Luke even kind of skimmed my list earlier as to why uh, I do not care for Tom Brady. You don't and like Tom Brady? I don't like Tom oh. Brady, and you know it's it's both him and the Patriots organization. I'll just I'll I'll get them all in this one go. But hear me out, folks. So we talked about why the Patriots can walk into any Sunday pretty much and get guaranteed a win or you know whatever. Like they're they're pretty much a shoe in to get a victory most Sundays. Uh, I would argue that the Patriots play in the weakest division. How many times have the Miami Dolphins, the Jets, and the Bills had to make QB changes because they can't keep up? No. Now, granted, the Buffalo Bills, I think, have been the strongest competition for the Patriots in the AFC East. Yeah. But 
what else have you seen out of the other three or four, uh, the other three teams in that division that have really shown you like, oh man, they're really being consistent. I think within the last decade, you know, as we're about to uh, getting closer to end this year out, uh, the Miami Dolphins have made the playoffs, I think once in a wild card spot. It, right. Like, it's always been the Patriots because yeah. they, they can just dominate the, the competition that's within their conference. Now, mind you, they do still have to play, you know, other games here and there on the road versus, you know, random teams. But I don't know. They just, I think having a shoe in for like six victories is a pretty good start off to your season regardless. And speaking of six, you can look at the Patriots Super Bowl rings. Let's examine those closely. Uh, both the Carolina Panthers and the Rams had accused uh, Bill Belichick or Bill Belichick, as I like to call him, uh, of Spygate. And th- during that season, before uh, the, the the season kicked off, the commissioner sent out a letter to all teams. If you are videotaping people, uh, videotaping NFL teams, you are to stop and cease immediately. Bill Belichick continued to do it, and he was caught for Spygate. Like, yeah. And even during the Rams Super Bowl uh, against them in the 2002 game, um, the some of the Rams players are on record as saying, like, the the Patriots knew our routes, knew our plans, knew, our, knew everything better than we did. So... I'm sorry, but I don't like cheaters. And, you know, for some reason in the NFL, they're able to prosper. I don't quite agree with that. Um, they were they were able to get the victory there, uh, even though they cheated. With you have going back to the Panthers game and even the Eagles game, that was the 04 and 05 seasons of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Vinatieri was the one who made the game-winning field goals. So is that really Tom Brady's being, you know, you could say, I, I know we've talked about this before, that Brady was the one who marched him down the field, got him close enough. Yeah. But I believe that one of those field goals was at least over 40 yards. Yeah. And with how we've seen NFL kickers nowadays, kicking isn't a shoe th- isn't a sure thing anymore. Like right. kickers can miss even just extra points, something that should be simple, basic, like that's just routine. That should be through the crossbars every time. Yeah. But, you know, here you have Vinatieri carrying, uh, you know, getting the victory for both teams. Either it would have been to overtime if had it not broken the tie or whatever else it was. But they've gotten the wins in both of those games, which is the Panthers in 04 and the Eagles in 05. Then you go to the 2015 season when they went to the Super Bowl again. That was versus the Seahawks. The Seahawks were marching down the field, and with only a few seconds left on the clock, they should have ran it. This is the biggest, stupidest yeah. decision that Pete Carroll has ever made in his life. I don't get how you have Marshawn Lynch, who that season, and even the couple seasons before that, had been a top top 10 running back at the least. You're on the one-yard line. Just have him monster his way in for the touchdown, and they throw it, and Stephon Gilmore gets the interception for the game-sealing victory. You know what was funny about that? What, oh, the Marshawn, Richard Sherman? <laughs> Marshawn Lynch was definitely a top 10 running back. Uh-huh. But never was he considered the best running back in the NFL, with quotes, uh, yeah. until that play. All of a sudden, everybody who doesn't watch football is going on Facebook because they hate the Patriots. And they're like, you got the best running back in the NFL, <laughs> and you decide to pass it. I'm like, okay, yeah. Russell Wilson is better than Marshawn Lynch. That's why I would acknowledge does. top 10. I wasn't going to, yeah. I'm even kind of cautious to say top five at times, but it's just like, you know, again, he was a great running back, and he, yeah. the, he got the name Beast Mode for a reason. He would run through tackles almost the same way Ezekiel Elliott does now. Yeah. And so it's just like, okay, I don't know why, what they were thinking. But so Pete Carroll's stupid decision gave Brady another ring. And then you forward to 2017 when you have the Falcons who had the 28-3 lead over the Patriots and they were decimating them. Yeah. And even in the closing minutes of that game after the Patriots are making this historic comeback because they did make it, you, you're sitting there at, I think, what, the 30-yard line or whatever. Matt Ryan, all he has to do is if he doesn't see a play open – just dump the ball off, get rid of it. And instead he takes a 10, 15 yard sack that gets them out of field goal range. So once again, a stupid crucial decision by the, by the opposing team of the Patriots 
gives them a victory because it sends it into overtime, and then Tom Brady just gets the ball, marches down the field, wins. Can I point out, though, in Brady's defense, not the Patriots' defense, uh in Brady's defense, Okay. That game, he threw like 500 yards and four touchdowns. Was that... That was against the... The Falcons? No, I thought that was the Eagles. Because isn't that mm-hmm. the one where he set the record for five, like over 500 passing yards in a single Super Bowl? I believe that was the one that he broke the record. I don't think so. Because well, he the, had to make that huge comeback, the 28-3 to comeback. Right. And that was pretty much all on his shoulders. We'll double-check on that yeah, one. Yeah, we'll but, have to double-check. But the Eagles was when they lost. No, I know. Like, he had a good game that season, too. Mm-hmm. Well, that was that was the shootout win. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously going in the Eagles' favor. But either way, both those games, Brady performed excellently. But here's the other thing, and uh, again, I I know people are probably going to consider me the conspiracy theory guy when it comes to NFL football and stuff. And I tried not to. I don't want to sound like the crazy person, but just like I said, hear me out. It's okay. It was I don't think you sound during crazy. the the press week before leading up to that Super Bowl with the Patriots and Falcons. The or the not the Patriots, but the Falcons playbook got stolen, was gone for 15 minutes and, and somehow just disappeared randomly, like went out of, uh, I think it was uh, the offensive coordinator's hands and they're like frantically trying to find the thing. And then later on, some some guy comes up to him, oh, hey, I just happened to find this or I just happened to have this. I grabbed it by mistake. It's like, dude, you knew that wasn't your book. Like, I just, like, again, there's a lot of shady things that happened around the Patriots. I'm, I'm sorry. It just, it just It just is what it is. Here's my thing with that one. Why bring it back? Because you already have you at that point you 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 have it for so long that you can just take pictures and snapshots of like okay here's this play call here's this I read think, here's this option I think I would have burned it if I were the Patriots and I stole it I think I would have gotten all the information I needed and then burned it I don't know man I'm just saying Bill Belichick has been caught cheating is all I'm saying he's got a history yeah. of doing it and even right now during this season that he was caught or that at least the film crew of, uh, uh, associates with the Patriots were caught filming the Bengals sideline and I know the drones right it, I know it sounds crazy because it's like okay well why do the Patriots need to film the Bengals who are already like not making playoffs they're a garbage team like why would they need to film them and waste their time with that yeah when Bill Belichick first got caught for Spygate it was actually against the 4 and 11 Jets so yeah. this dude is not above cheating against anyone if it means his team going to get a victory yeah so that being said there's all these different things that point to either the kicker the defense whoever else get it helping uh or again like i said coaches and players stupid mistakes helping brady get some some of these victory wings wings wow wins <laughs> in the super bowl but all this being said if this is a big if if the patriots let go of tom brady and the chargers pick up tom brady i will pin everything on bill belichick and let brady walk free <laughs> He'll <laughs> pardon him. I will pardon him because you know it's again, like I said, Bill Belichick has done everything in his power to just you know, do what he can to get victories here and there. But like I said, I'll at least give Brady this the same the same passion I see in Philip Rivers. I can see in Tom Brady when he yeah. like those few times where he has to run for a first down, like in these last couple games, and you just see him screaming, "Let's go, let's go!" I'm like, yeah. I, I can't hate that. I'd probably be doing the same thing if I was in a tight situation like that, you know, winning a, you know, not that I'd ever be a professional football player, but, you know, it's, I can at least acknowledge that part of it. And so I'll, I'll have to begrudgingly redact how much I hate Tom Brady. I, I don't, like I said, I still don't know if I'd give him GOAT status because even Peyton Manning, for like you just mentioned, all the yeah. records he has, that last Super Bowl win he got was complete garbage because you know it was the defense that carried that yeah, team that's all true. the way to the Super Bowl and got him to win. Yeah, I so. would imagine if that happens this season. Oh my gosh. The same thing. Mediocre season and they end up winning because of the defense. I just, I don't want to see it. It's just too much. 
But hey, I don't want to take up too much time, but I have a little bit of a rebuttal here. Okay. I just want to quickly go through all of the records owned by Brady mm-hmm. and some of the ones he has a chance okay. of, win- of breaking. Right. So he has the record for regular season wins by a starting quarterback with 218. Okay. Most passing yards in regular season and playoffs combined, 85,258. Most passing touchdowns with the postseason included, 611. Most touchdowns thrown to different receivers, 75. Mm -hmm. Division titles, 16. Playoff games started, 40. Mm -hmm. Playoff game wins, 30. Uh, playoff touchdown passes, 73. Playoff passing yards, 11,179. Super Bowl appearances, 9. Super Bowl wins, 6. Super Bowl MVPs, 4. Super Bowl touchdown passes, 18. Super Bowl passing yards, 2,838. Mm. Much of his <laughs> career has been built upon the postseason. Right. Which is awesome, but there's also... I mean, he has great regular season stats to back it up as well. Yeah. He's not just known for coming in the clutch. He does it all. He's close to having most touched most passing touchdowns. Like we said, he's currently at 539. Um, Pro Bowls, uh, he's close to having the record there, but he's not going right. to yeah, didn't make add it this to year. it this year. Um, game-winning drives, apparently uh, he averages two or three a year, mm-hmm. according to this article. Um, fourth quarter g- comebacks, games started... Um, yeah, so th- he's got like regular season, postseason. Right. He's been consistent through and through. Right. And my 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 last rebuttal is with and again, I know you hate me bringing this up, Luke, but the refs. Like I the, know. Like cuz uh, again, I know with uh, and the, during that uh, championship run, when it was the AFC Championship game, Jacksonville Jaguars visiting the Patriots, there were a couple bad calls where the Jaguars could have got a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Uh, last year in the, the Chiefs versus Patriots game yeah. before playing the Rams, um, they uh, there was that horrible, horrible roughing the passer call where someone barely skims his shoulder and gets 15 yards because of it. Like they're just being chivalrous to an old man. And then here's this isn't necessarily against the Patriots, so I'll you know just kind of sidebar. I if a game in the playoffs at the very least, maybe not regular season, but in the playoffs, I think both teams in overtime should be able to touch the ball once. Like I'm t- I'm kind of tired of them being like, oh, like with the Falcons for example. Yeah. Here's the overtime in the Super Bowl. One team touches it, touchdown, game over. Like you didn't even let them try though. Like this is this is the whole thing. Or yeah. like I said, at least in the playoffs, if you do the the AFC Championship game, Patrick Mahomes didn't get a chance to touch the ball either. And it's just like, come on, at least let him like battle it out longer. This is for all the marbles. This is to go on win the championship. Like this should be fair and balanced, not just one and done. They should just switch over to the inning system. <laughs> Innings. Or they do what college does. Like, all right, we're gonna start at the thirty and just go for yeah. it. All right, it's your turn. Yeah. But yeah, um, you know, I, I know you're a little pressed for time here, Luke, and I did have some Week 17 lineup predictions, um, but I don't know. Do you really want to cover these? Because I know a lot of the teams on this list have already locked in playoff spots. It would just be a matter of, like, deciding who do you think is going to get what seating. So. Let's just talk about the biggest games of the week. All right. Let's well, go with, like, top three. Top three of Week 17. So not this current week that we are about to witness tomorrow, but the week after. Yeah, so I'm looking at this 49ers versus Seahawks. That one is probably going to be the biggest one out of that week because that yeah. could... Put, you know what's so crazy with the 49ers and Seahawks? Every time they one of them wins or one of them loses, they keep switching back and forth between the first 
and the fifth seed of the yeah. NFC. So it's like that's going to be a major, major playoff implica- implication depending on whether or not the Seahawks could be one or two or if they have to go to a wild card round and maybe even face the Cowboys, which actually beat them last year at Jerry World. Yeah. So it could that could decide a lot. And depending on who you ask, these are the two best teams in the NFC. I, I don't know. I'd still probably give a nod to the Saints at yeah. least I the mean, top. It, it's tough to say because like they, they form like a rock, paper, scissors kind of a thing, you know? Yeah, it's like so-and-so beat this yeah. person, this person beat... Yeah, I get you. So, so that's why I say depending on who you ask. I'm not sure I would say that. Right. It's I don't think I have <laughs> the courage to say anything about the <laughs> AFC at this point. Yeah, AFC's been a joke this year. So, um, But you know, speaking of, there is one game I wanted to look at with the Steelers and Ravens. Depending on what their record is, the Ravens may already have number one seed locked up by the end of that uh, by the end of this week. Ooh, refreshing. Santa. Yeah, Santa's getting himself a <laughs> beverage. Uh, but yeah, so Dr Pepper sponsor us. Hey, there we go for the listeners. If you want to look at the can here, you see it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Yeah, so the Steelers and Ravens game, like the Steelers, depending on if they don't hold on to their wild card spot, they could at very least look to upset the Ravens and maybe uh, cause them to lose number one seeding to somebody else, If as long as they don't already have it locked up. So, yeah. again, there's a lot of ifs in this week because, like I said, most teams are already clinched. They already either got their division or they have a spot in general. It's just, like I said, a matter of seeding at this point. Yeah. Um, and then one other one other game that could be a potential uh, uh, playoff uh, go home or, or actually enter it, could be the Titans versus Texans. Yeah. Because that one's, I believe, they're only one game away from each other. So if the Titans end up winning out and the Texans lose one game, the Titans could actually, do, I think, take the South from the uh, from the Texans. Oh, man. Yeah. So, that would um, be terrible. Yeah. Um, I definitely think the Texans deserve to They do. To and move I, on. I even saw an article, J.J. Watt might be coming back for the playoffs. So I'm, I'm hoping he gets he gets healthy enough, he gets cleared. Uh, I don't want him out there to injure himself again. I uh, love that guy as a player. Um, and yeah, I do hope the best for the Texans because my, my thing is I do always like rooting for underdog teams and not that the Texans are necessarily underdog per se, but in the sense of I like teams that don't have Super Bowl rings yet to go win it all. So yeah. that's always been my thing in the playoffs for the most part. But Lamar Jackson is just stomping everybody out. So that's going to yeah. be, be interesting to see what happens there. So um, then 49ers versus Seahawks, who do you pick? Uh, I think... Honestly, I think this time around I might give it to the 49ers even though they're yeah. in Seattle. Seattle's just been so weird. Like I don't I don't know what it is, man. It's it's like I want to have faith in them. Like I know Russell Wilson's great and like he's still a top, you know, top debate discussion for MVP contention because, you know, people they they look at, you know, Lamar Jackson has a whole uh pro, like pro bowl roster around him whereas Russell Wilson has just him. Like he's the one right. making these plays. He's the one's like keeping the team alive for playoffs essentially. But their defense just is, like, too inconsistent. Their offense at times gets me questioning. It's just like, what's going on with you guys? I want you to be good. I really do. It's just they they got me wavering, man. I don't know. Uh, but I I, th- I think I'll give Garoppolo the win there if the Seahawks uh, if the Seahawks don't show up in their best form, man. They're I think the 49ers have been played way more consistent. I'm so. actually going to go with the Seahawks. We're switching? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, the 49ers have looked kind of not great lately that's true oh that's true they did lose to the falcons huh yeah so i don't uh, i i'm gonna go with the seahawks because i think when push comes to shove the seahawks are going to be the ones to not topple over okay you know i'm gonna switch my vote then yeah i'll I'll, I'll, and russell wilson i'll trust yeah (laughs) all right well there you have it folks here we are at the end of the episode we hope you enjoyed it and uh we hope to hear from you guys next week see you later folks oh oh oh